Hey guys, thank you so much for checking this out, man. Today what we got for you guys is a look on our thoughts on this series. And you can get our game-to-game -game thoughts day-to-day -day, where we were right and where we were wrong as the series progressed. Um, all of them for the second round are now up. So I hope you like this one, and I hope you enjoy all of them. Thanks again, man. We love you. Game two. Everyone wants to blame Giannis. He had 18. Wasn't great. Chris. 17.7 7 to 20. Drew Holiday, 6 to 10, 13. Giannis, 8 for 15, obviously. 0 for 3 from deep, 2 for 7 from the free throw line. And the Nets, man, KD, 30, 32.6 assists. Kyrie Irving, 22 and 6. The numbers don't mean anything. They don't mean a thing, clearly. We watched them last game. We said, man, KD and Kyrie didn't play that great. Watched him again. KD was amazing. Kyrie still played out average. Beat these dudes by 49 without their other MVP candidate. I got nothing else to say. They're just the best team ever. And can it's I have 39? Yeah, I was going to say, your math is a little off. <laughs> Point well taken, though. <laughs> what? What did I say? You said 49. It's 39. Blowout regardless, but <laughs> I I think a game got close to fifty at one point. Yeah. 50, uh, 39, 49. Honestly, what's the difference? Not much. Blow honestly. <laughs> anyway, but there you go. Darnell, what are your thoughts on this game? Or what I just said. I think that um, you're a little – it's a little bit early to call them the best team of all time exactly. because they're they're not healthy. And I don't know if they can contend with Golden State. Just simply the way Golden State played when they had Steph Curry and healthy Klay Thompson. I think that team's probably a little bit better. But nonetheless, this is – there is no Golden State anymore. Well, the, the version of Golden State that we have now is nothing to what they used to be. So we have this new Nets team, and they have a healthy Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant looks to be best player in the, in the NBA conversation again. Mm -hmm. They have Kyrie Irving playing some of the best basketball he's played. They have Blake Griffin somehow turning into a superstar role player. Joe Harris knocking down shots you know, contesting close or challenging closeouts. He was a plus 25 with the starters. He's been effective. They got Landry Shaman off the bench, Mike James, both making shots. It's like, it seems to be like those two guys aren't guys that are necessarily wanted by every other team in the NBA, but somehow in this system, they fit and they make sense. And it's like contagious. Like everybody's just all of a sudden a shot maker. And when the Nets get it going, they're a dangerous team. And we've said that all season. But I didn't think it would look like this against the Bucks, especially without James Harden, because we know they don't really have a center. So we would think the interior would be a part uh, or the paint would be somewhere where they would be lacking. But Blake Griffin's done an amazing job on Giannis. Like, who knew that he would be such a great defender on Giannis? But if you just look at his build and his attributes, it makes sense. Giannis is not going to 
beat anybody with his jump shot. So he's going to be brute force trying to get to the basket. And Blake's hold his own right now. He's playing harder than most of the other role players on Milwaukee. Chris Middleton's a no-show right now. Drew Holiday hasn't been that effective stopping Kyrie. I didn't think he would be anyway. But the Brooke Lopez minutes haven't been great. It's a lot that you can say about the Bucks, And I don't know if it's because they're playing the Nets or this would have happened regardless, but Bowie Holder's going to lose his job if he doesn't start making adjustments. And it's the no Nets are trying to make – I mean, you got to try something. You can't just – Budenholzer's been known to be the guy to stick with what his original plan was without making any adjustments mid-series. That's been his biggest downfall yeah. as a coach. And yeah. he's doing it again. Darnell, do you remember when we were talking about the Bucks and the Nets in the regular season? And I was saying, Giannis went crazy, but I was like, I, I don't – DeAndre Jordan was starting then, right? So like, he's better on Giannis. Giannis was cooking him. He was doing anything he wanted. He's going to the basket, hitting mid-range jumpers. And I was like, I kind of want to see it, you know, I want to see it against Blake. Now, I didn't think Blake would do all this. I thought Blake would hold him to 30 as opposed to 40, not 18. But it was – Well, he had 30 last game, but, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, like, again, this game he had 18. So, I didn't think he would ever hold him to 18 is what I mean. Um, yeah. And, actually, you know, I'm going to hold that thought. Dom, what were your thoughts? I mean, so a lot of the questions about, you know, Brooklyn obviously came down to their defense. Like, and while their defense isn't elite, I don't think they have an elite defense, but one of the biggest reasons why, in basketball at least, offense is more important than defense just because if the ball goes in the basket – the big the the biggest reason that you know teams are bad at defense is generally like transition baskets. It's either through turnovers or through um, you know, either through turnovers or through missed shots. And as we see with like the Wizards, the Wizards are the third offense are the third highest offense in the league. So why are they so bad? They turn the ball over all the time. <laughs> so, you know, either way, transition baskets. Brooklyn doesn't turn the ball over much. And then they make a lot of shots. I think there's. I think they were second in the league in shots made in um in points scored after Milwaukee. But I mean, you know, Milwaukee doesn't have the jump. The well, Milwaukee has the jump shooters, but they can be hot and cold. They don't have the. They don't have the fully offensively skilled players that Brooklyn has. They don't have players that can drive, pass, and shoot the way that Milwaukee is. Milwaukee. I mean, the way that Brooklyn has. Milwaukee has specialists. They have shooters, they have drivers, they have this and that, but they don't have many people that's good at both, let alone great at both. Like Brooklyn obviously has three people that's great at like all three shooting, driving and passing. Then they have a bunch of other people that's at least good at it, good enough at it. So, you know, I saw saw a stat that the Nets there as a team, they're, they're shooting 50, 40, 90 in the playoffs. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> Honestly, so best team ever. ever. It's LA like fifty-two percent from the field, fifty percent. Even even like with with the Warriors, and again, y'all know, y'all know Steph, my favorite player of all time. But it's like 
with the Warriors, one of their biggest flaws was, for one, when Steph wasn't there, the team didn't function the same way. It didn't work as well. They needed Steph. You can you we've seen it all. We've seen it all season. When when as long as two of them are there for Brooklyn, they're fine. And obviously that comes down to a lot. But that comes a lot down to to Blake. That Blake pickup. That Blake pickup almost might have been more important than the James Harden trade. Honestly, <laughs> I'm being real. Yeah. Like, like, Remember, this because, team is also supposed to have LaMarcus Aldridge, too. Yeah. So that Blake pickup might have been even more important than the James Harden trade, honestly, just because, like... It allowed them to I, stop playing DeAndre Jordan, too. Yes. Yeah. Not only that, but you're saying he's a... he Like, I don't know how he became a superstar role player. He's a superstar that's just, that chose to be a role player. That's really what it is. This dude, mind you, it was six years ago, but he was at one point a top three MVP finalist. He was a top three candidate for MVP. Blake Griffin was a superstar at one point in time. We just saw him drag Detroit to the um, playoffs like two years ago and get hurt doing it and still get no sort of respect for it. So, you know, he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just go here. We just get this ring. And I even see people now talking about, you know, Blake hasn't made that huge of an impact. But if you watch, Blake's the best person. Some people, some people have said it. It's not just one, but I've seen other people say it. But um, Blake's like the best hustle player on the team. And, you know, he's a capable passer. He's a capable defender. And, he has he has a shot that's capable of going in, and whenever he wants to, he can finish. He can do everything because he always could. Well, not always. He developed a he developed a jump shot, but you know he's been working on his game, and he he he's such a huge asset to this team. And again, the point I was making with Golden State versus Brooklyn, Golden State all even throughout the best years of Golden State. Steph and Draymond were just prone to throwing that motherfucker away for no reason. Sometimes they just, it was, it's just something in their blood. Like, you know, that's, that's partially what made them great. At least Steph, that's partially what made Steph so great. It was his carefree attitude, which is why he would shoot any shot he wanted to and just make it look like he was having fun doing it. But at the same time, he would just pass that motherfucker however he wanted to, too. That motherfucker would go anywhere. Sometimes it would go to his teammates and be the best assist of the year. Sometimes it go right to the other team and he looks straight like a dickhead. So you feel me? I mean, that, I mean, you, you limit the turnovers and then you have every, you have people that's capable of doing everything. And it's just like, Brooklyn is at least probably going to wind up being the best offensive team of all time. And just because their offense is so good, their their defense is just naturally going to be okay because everybody's set. And, again, I don't think there are some prolific best defense of all time type team, but they're good enough where if everybody's set in rotation, you feel me, they can, they can stop. We're seeing them stop Milwaukee. We saw them stop most players on Boston. So I mean, the thing know. about the Nets, the thing about the Nets is they have two guys who are on defensive championship teams, in Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Um, 
Blake Griffin got yelled at by Chris Paul for years. And we saw James. We saw the Rockets last year with with this when when they went small ball. Houston actually had a really good defense, and James Harden was right there. Yeah, what they have is is this is all you need. You need attention to detail. It does help that they hit fifty two hitting fifty percent of their shots every game, obviously. But that again goes into the equation. Be the best team ever. Not it's the fifty percent of their shots with no turnovers. Like you can't really do anything with that. But they have attention to detail. They're not letting Chris Middleton get off early. They were they're like, all right, Chris, I guess you can shoot it now. But remember, he started the game off 0 for 7, build the wall around Giannis, or in front of Giannis. And Drew, I guess, can do whatever, but you're not going, you're not going to beat us. But the thing is, they, they already played Tatum, so they were ready for everything Chris could do, but at a lesser level than Tatum. Can't dribble as well. Can't really shoot as well. He's not as tall. And so they're like, all right, we just take him out, and they got nothing because Giannis can't shoot. And everyone's blaming Giannis for taking threes. I'm like, he started taking them threes down 15 in the first, for real. He started taking them because everything was just sinking fast. That's the, that's the only reason he won when he beat them those two times in the regular season because yeah. he took threes. Exactly. He had no choice. Like, well, I guess I got to fucking do it if everybody else going to miss. I don't even feel bad. He only shot three of them. I don't even, I don't even care. Um, he has to shoot more. He got he that he saw the he saw the path to victory. He he has to do it. There's no path to victory. The path to victory was the Nets didn't care. That was the path to victory. There, yeah. there is none now. They care sweeping these dudes. But here's what I will say to the Budenhoser point of making an adjustment. There's no adjustment you can really make because the the secret weapon on their team is not effective. Bobby Portis is one for five. That's every. That's everything. Goodbye. See ya. Yeah. See ya. Like, all right. That's, that's the only thing you put out there. And Bobby wouldn't really be more effective than Brooke because they're fast enough to keep up with him. At this Carl? point, bro. Play Giannis at the five. I, I would just. I would just. I would just put. But who's the four? Down. I would put little Broski out there and see what he. I would just see. Fuck it, nothing else is working. Just see, see what he's capable of. So you're taking Brook out with the Nassus. Okay. Y'all got way more faith in Nassus than I do. Well, but I don't think Nassus would be. He wouldn't be on this team if his last name wasn't Anthony Coburn. <laughs> he wouldn't, but. <laughs> but here's the thing. PJ's already out there. So you're taking out Brooke, but who are you putting in for him? That's why Budenholzer gets paid all this money, man. We're just t- we're telling you, and you're like, no. I'm like, I'm like, shit. If he's gonna be on the roster, let's just see. <laughs> let's, got, I'm not even saying it'll them. work. I'm not saying it'll work. I'm just saying it won't. Fuck it. it won't work because they're playing the best team ever. But you might as well try it. Might as well it's try the best team 20, ever. I guess. I still don't think this is the best team ever. That's okay. I, I feel you. I understand. I came to the epiphany because I, I it was really it was really just watching the game. I'm like, bro, th- this is why. I'm, I want to break it down. The mind of – we all hoop. 
I'm I'm watching them play, and I'm like, oh, there's just no weakness on the offense. There's none. They can all dribble, pass, shoot. Like yeah, we, one we got, through nine. Like, what do you do with that? And sometimes we be out there, we be playing, and then you know, Demetri be like, damn, I couldn't shoot today, or I'd be like, damn, you know, my my dribble, my I can't dribble, so I'm limited if my shot's not falling type shit. And it'd be like, well. They don't have that issue. <laughs> nope. It's really because Joe can go to the basket. Yeah. That's really what it is. And I didn't know. When Bruce hit the three, I was like, all right. <laughs> okay. He hit a corner three. I was like, all right. Well, what the fuck? The hell do you do with that? And you even look at the numbers. I'm telling you, I'm staring at the stat sheet. Them having 125 does not make sense. I'm looking at the numbers. I don't really see it. My my the math in my head is like I again 125 is more than any other team in the postseason except for the Celtics, I believe. When Tatum had fifty, or the Nuggets and the Blazers, which went to not nah, nah, they had 124. The Celtics had 124 when they won that game. No, nah, it was 125 night 119. Oh no, it was. Or, or again, again, or it was the Nuggets-Blazers game that went to double overtime. So it takes 50 or double overtime. Durant, 32. Kyrie, 22. Nobody else more than 15. How the fuck did they get to 125? Like, like how? They really did. Like, it's not like we look at, we look at box scores. This looks like a 110. 115 box score for the Nets. Really does. And keep in mind, they were up the whole game. So they really took their foot off the gas toward the end. Yeah, KD would have easily had 40, but he didn't yeah. play the fourth quarter. Exactly. KD and Kyrie played 33 and 34 minutes. 125. I got I got nothing. I don't even have an answer for like because they both had six assists. I don't know, man. That's that's hey, the answer that she'll never understand. That's the answer. No, I understand. I understand the best team. I understand they can all pass. It's really they just don't care. They just don't. They, you're right, right. We talked about this off air, but me and Dom said there's a difference between not caring and not giving a fuck. Ben Simmons doesn't care. These guys don't give a fuck. There's a difference. None of the ego stuff is ever going to be a problem because they all can play. They all just want to make the right play out there. And Man, two people you, can you make got, the wrong play and it still goes in every time. So whatever. It it's like you got you got to think of the personalities on the teams too. Like Blake's a comedian. <laughs> like yeah. James Harden's a strip club addict. You don't go like you just out here. Vibing. I mean, sipping from a cup during the game, like oh, this is this is fun. Yeah, he is strip club addict that just executive produced an album. Like, <laughs> um, what's it called? Kevin Durant. He already went through every single sort of like emotional in terms of basketball, of course, but in terms of like emotional basketball trauma, he could go through. Like, he's been injured, and then obviously everything that happened in Golden State, like, he got called a bitch by his teammate. 
said, well, you a bitch, we don't need you. Well, then, you know what? Then in the finals, they're like, hey, you got to rush back from this injury. We need you. Exactly. He's already been through every – he just tore his fucking meniscus. Like, at this point, bro, he just trying to vibe. And then, obviously, Kyrie, he just does everything on his own world. He 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 went he went through basically being called a child. <laughs> like like how does it feel? Like like I remember I I still remember that interview when they were like when they were like what's it called? They asked LeBron, does Kyrie get a pass for his performance today? <laughs> wow. <laughs> he got called a child and then kind of acted like a child. To be fair. He didn't well, get called a child. He he got asked if LeBron was a father did. figure to him. I don't know how exactly exactly. exactly. Called a child. Well, then yeah, he, he said, quit. He said, that. "I have a dad." He said, first of all, I have a dad. <laughs> My dad is great." Well, that, that's because, hey man, that's because Tristan didn't care. Because you know, we know Tristan don't care. So. You feel me? So the interview came, the question came up because they were like, so Tristan said the LeBrons had a strong parental role on the team. So Kyrie was like, what? Uh, uh, oh, you oh, you mean he's a good parent? No, no, no. He said he has a strong parental role on the team. So how does, so how's LeBron a father figure to all of you? <laughs> he was like, bro, what? What the fuck you just asked me? <laughs> then they straight asked Braun, does Kyrie get a performance on the way he played while Kyrie's sitting right next to him? He's like, yo, you could have just asked me. But like, the LeBron was really like, you know what? No. Kyrie, I mean, put the blame on me. I shot bad. It's not Kyrie's fault. It's my fault. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't the most father response I ever heard in my life. So Kyrie the bit, and then he left, stormed out, went to Boston, was like, damn, I really can't do this. These niggas out here, man. They really think they better than me, bro. You know an apology. Uh, exactly. He was like, you know what? Let me at least play with somebody I know better than me. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Nah, I don't think so. And I don't think Kyrie think KD better than him. At least somebody that respects me as an equal there. That, that I think that's more fair. Somebody that respects me as an equal then. Because Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown was sitting there thinking they was better than me. And I'm like, huh? Who are y'all? Isn't this like your second year in the league, bro? <laughs> you know I have a title. <laughs> No, honestly, it comes. It simply comes down to who does who does Kyrie respect. You got he got to respect your game. For him to be as skilled as he is, he doesn't respect a lot of people's game. And LeBron's yeah. game, for whatever reason, he just doesn't respect it at that level. I don't even think it's that. I, think, I don't it's think it's that the, either. I think it's the I fact. Think, I, I do. I think that's what he it is. straight says. But, yo, LeBron's the one who passes. I mean, there's some respect there. He said, yeah. uh, "Passing's not my job. That's his job." Yeah. No, I mean he, but I'm talking about like to make the big shot, to give the ball up to. Uh, he he did say that. He did say the biggest shot. I, I trust Kevin. Don't trust LeBron. He did say that. 
the the thing about it is these guys might not even be in that situation for real. But I see what you no, I see what you're saying. It's because I mean I, I get I, I get what you're saying. It's because Kevin Durant's game is more artistic. Yeah. To be frank with you. Kevin Durant has more skill. Yeah. So James Harden also has more skill. They're both more. You know, James Harden is interesting. You think Kyrie respects his game? James Harden does a lot of falling down and getting fouled. James, James Harden, Harden is the greatest he player. Let me take that back. James, KD does it too. He just hasn't had to do it the series. KD well, James Harden was two years later. He was two years later. So James like, Harden is the like, greatest. The greatest iso. The greatest isolation player in in NBA history. So yes. <laughs> It's the greatest isolation guard in NBA history. I don't know if he's better than Kyrie. I don't know if he's better than Jordan. I'm talking about in terms of who's – there's nobody there that – you can argue people that's better than scoring, better than him at scoring. Jordan, Kobe, there's people you can argue, obviously. There's people you can argue that's better than passing, obviously. But who's bet, who's definitively better at, like, both? Who can average, like – 36 and 9 or who can average like 32 and 10 type shit besides him. Trey Young and Luca are going to be the only two that get close to it. Trey's too short. And Luke Luca going Luca is the one that's going to wind up being there. But in terms of who's a better like scorer and passer than James Harden in NBA history, like both that's what I'm saying. He's probably, he probably, probably LeBron. You have to put LeBron there. Well, LeBron and Harden are probably the two best isolation players in history, though. I just don't like I wouldn't even call LeBron an ISO player. Though. Yeah, I just don't. Man, Jordan really started isolation basketball. I'm sorry. He might start. You can start it. Can start it. Yeah, but he also averages like the most playoff points of all time. James Harden. They changed in the playoffs. Playoffs have to matter. They, we know this. They're winning without the. They best changed the rules, ever. bro. Huh? So, yeah. They changed the rules for Jordan. Yeah. You couldn't like you used to be able to just put four guys on one side of the floor and let Jordan go on the other side and just cook you every play. And then they changed that to a legal offense. I'm not. I'm not even saying he's a better player. Because obviously Jordan's defense is what it is, but in terms of offensive, no, we know what you're saying, and you're offense. wrong. But it's okay. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I I get exactly what you're saying. Trust me. Trust me, I do. It's just incorrect. Well, if he's not number one, James never he's dropped at least top sixty-three on three Hall of Famers. I'm sorry, never dropped fifty-five in the finals because he never got there. I'm sorry. I yeah. love James. He's not a better. He did. He did fight. He did. He did fight against the second, the best or second best team of all time. No, Chris Paul fought, and he was there. And then he, he was there. He was he, there. And then James. And then when Chris Paul was gone, he straight folded. That's what happened. He did fold, but still, but still, <laughs> he right. was right there with him. Okay, that's cool. Together. Together, they almost beat the second or the best or second best team of all time. 
a top two team of all time. Yeah, but they didn't. And the other dude has six rings. He's not a better isolation player than Jordan. Not a better isolation player than Kobe. Now, with Kobe, to me, it's a little tougher because when Kobe kept breaking shots, there were two other guys there in his championship runs who could get the rebounds. Because, like, honestly, I can't – never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it. It's a little too controversial. All right. Well, either way, this is all to say whether whether he whether he is or not. What he's he's easily like top five, regardless. So he's a top five isolation player of all time. Wherever you want to put him is wherever. But he's a he's a top five isolation player of all time. So of course Kyrie's going to respect his game. Needless to say, <laughs> if Kyrie's going to be an ISO player, James Harden's better at him than him at it. I think Kyrie's a. I think Kyrie's a more skilled shooter. I think he's a more skilled finisher. But in terms of overall just scoring, James Harden's the best at drawing contact. So that Kyrie don't get to the foul line. That that plays that does play a portion into it. Because you don't have to. Huh? You don't have to. Hey man, you'll score. Can't score 36, not getting to the can't average 36, not getting there, though. Damn, Damn Bucks. It's supposed to be about y'all, and it just became about who's better on their own team. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like goat talk to me, man. No. Hey man. There's no easy fix for the Bucks. Like, the Bucks are in trouble. The Bucks are. There's no easy the Bucks fix aren't going for past. anybody. No, 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 no. Giannis, Giannis put himself in a hole that even though, even though, hey, it, it looked it looked cute in the regular season. We talked about it a little bit. It looked, it looked nice. Drew Holiday looked like a nice story. Gian, but Giannis fucked Giannis fucked up as soon as he signed that extension. We all said it. And you feel me? It, we will we would talk about them if he didn't. Because you know what? We would we would look at the opportunity of him to go to Golden State or Dallas, but since that's not going to happen, fuck them, fuck him. I was watching the show and they made an interesting point. It was my favorite actually sports talk show that isn't us. It was uh, Speak for Yourself. And yes, Marcel. Yeah, it's my show. Fuck you, Marcellus Wiley was up there and he was like, "Giannis is lucky he signed the extension." Because if he went anywhere else and played like this, they'd be like, what the hell is up with you? I was thinking about that. I was like, hmm, if he did go somewhere else and did this, like 18, that's Porzingis, for real, being honest about it. I think the difference with that, though, is that, well, Porzingis is only trying to shoot, and he can't really shoot that well. But when you look at Golden State or – um or what's it called? Giannis is getting slandered already, so you know what? Fuck it. People already trying to take his Hall of Fame away from him. They're still going to try and do it now. It don't matter. He should have just left. People don't like him because James Harden said the one thing. he had. He's just seven foot tall and has no skill. If you're going to fold in the playoffs every year, then you know what? Fuck it. Just, just, just acknowledge. because Giannis started that whole war. No he did start the whole war for no reason, but he it 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 backfired on him. 
James Harden can fold all the time, every single time in the playoffs, all he wants. But you know what? He do got skill. You can't. You can never argue his skill. He can fold all he wants. Can't argue the skill. He did again. Him and Chris Paul did it, but they fought with Golden State. And we're watching Harden not even there, and they have no chance. That's it's a bad. That's the best team ever. What? What? Honestly, bro. Honestly, honestly, he should just go. He should have just realized he's a second option. Honestly, man, fuck it. I get it. If they just gonna shit on you anyway, why well, try? Ben Simmons is right. Who cares? I can score six, <laughs> and then no one talks about it. <laughs> Giannis tries. He's ass. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking man. This is part part of part of this is the reason why I was so adamant about the Lakers needing a third star because in an instance where they would have went to the finals, it would have got ugly with the, with it would have looked just like this with the Lakers. Yeah, and it would have been ugly against Phoenix. <laughs> I know, but it would have been. Trust me, it would have been sky is falling times a million. The Lakers made it to the finals, got dogged with LeBron James. Like, shouldn't the sky of- be falling now? I yeah, know. Bro, we're, we're telling, we're talking about the finals. Him getting dust in the finals. We saw him get dust in the finals at like, at like twenty eight. We saw him get dusted in the finals at twenty eight against the Spurs, bro. If he just got dust in the finals again. It's okay, honestly. He, just he got lost in the, in the first, first round. Really? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's lost in the first the fuck round. That's the one thing but, he's not allowed to do. But it's different if it's it's just trust me. I think it would hold. They would have killed a lot more. I, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Losing, it would have been would be losing number eight. Yeah. Go ahead. It would have been different if it was to KD. I get what you're saying. And to Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good thing he doesn't have to worry about that. Exactly. <laughs> that man. That so man, man more, saw, it's going to be one more year. He smacks, when they don't win a championship. No. He smacked, saw Kyrie and KD snap, and he was like, you know what? I'm not beating him anyway. Let me just, let me just not. Let me just focus on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got Space Jam coming out. That's what he said it. too. Soon as soon as the um, they asked him if he was going to be in the Olympics, he was like, "No, but I'll be playing against the Monstars. You can watch that in theaters and and, and during this summer." <laughs> no, but I'll be playing against the Monstars. <laughs> man, LeBron did all he had to do. Yup. Yeah, what's that's, why, that's why we we all said it, man. He undisputably the good if he beats these dudes. Which would which would have been impossible. That would have been harder than beating the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Real, yeah. The monsters don't go nine deep, but anywho, but <laughs> it is, it is, it is what it is, man. I mean, damn. So, game three. Hey, moving on, man. The Bucks end up being the Nets 107-96. Obviously, the story of this game, Kyrie Irving going up for a layup. 
Giannis kind of undercuts him, man. Kyrie lands on his foot, twists his ankle. Still don't know completely what the report of that is, but he will miss game five along with James Harden. It's Kevin Durant out there alone, 28 points with nine of 25 shooting, 13 rebounds, and they could not withstand that injury as the Bucs end up tying the series, and it looks much different from those first two, obviously, now. Um Giannis, 34 points, 12 rebounds out there. Chris Middleton, 19 points, 8 assists. Darnell, what were your thoughts on this one? And now this series as Kyrie went down. Well, for the Bucks, it was, you know, a nice Giannis game. You got some production from Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker both in double digits. But it really simply just comes down to, for the Nets, not having Kyrie out there. Having him play 17 minutes, all of the scoring load is going to be on KD. He went 9 to 25. That's not going to do it. I think when he, when Kyrie got hurt, it was a four-point game. They end up losing by 11. So, shows you without him, it was a loss. And, you know, the scoreboard, you know, reflected that. And I think going into game five – Without James Hart, James Hart's not going to play either. So that's been reported. So it's going to be it's going to be KD out there by itself. So the question changes to, can KD get one? And the question, can he get just get one game? Can he get one game? And I think he can. I don't know if I'll pick him to win a game, but I think we'll get a performance that you'll probably say was one of the better KD performances simply because of the situation. You know, he doesn't want to get down 3-2 in the series and then have to, you know what I mean? So it's not going to be the end of the world if they lose and then say they get James Harden or Kyrie back for game six. So it's it's going to be all on Kevin Durant's shoulders. We'll see how... Milwaukee adjusts and defends him because they're going to probably throw double teams at him, probably play zone or something like it'll be a, it'll be a different approach to how they defend Brooklyn. And it's going to be centered around stopping Kevin Durant for sure. They don't got to change anything. They're guarding him just fine. I'm not saying they, well, they can, like, they can just run it straight up. But it's like PJ keep tackling him, doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it, there was a stat. He's not scoring that well when PJ guarding him. PJ's grabbing him. Yeah. Sad. That's why he got his security guard out there shoving him. <laughs> Did you hear what uh, Steve Nash said? It's borderline. <laughs> it's borderline, not basketball. Yep. Uh, it's not, yeah. What the PJ Tucker shit? Yeah, yes, yeah, borderline not basketball. Oh, also, that's, that's just how his phrase, huh? Just <laughs> go to. Yeah, that's hey, just that's thing. It's when he wants things to change. It worked last time. Fuck it. We here. <laughs> this gonna be a whole. Hey man, offense. I don't know if I don't know if a, a twenty one year old is the same as a thirty six year old. <laughs> well, it's not about him though. It's about the refs. Yeah, not about he's not going to change. It's if he's going to get the two fouls because if you remember game two, he got them two quick fouls. Yeah, 
Well, was like, oh, well, now KD's going to go off now. He's just off the court. Hey, he did before, but he had help before. Amen. And we've seen all the greats. We've seen all the greats be subjected to this. He's, he's, he strategically placed, put his whole career it's just so he would never be in this position. And you feel me? He and he's declaring and he's, you know, declared himself as the best player in the world by putting by making sure he's never been in this position. Cause all the other greats had to deal with it. You know, LeBron had to deal with it. Lillard had to deal with it. Um, Steph just dealt with it this year. You know, like all the other greats have had to deal with it. And some of them have folded, some of them have, you know, done their thing now. Kevin Durant has his chance. He only got to do it for a whole season. He's got to take one of two games. It don't matter which one. I don't even think it has to be tonight, but it has to be one of them. And he only got to win. It's got to be tonight. No, they're not winning game six if he loses tonight. No chance. I don't think he has to win. I think he has to put up a performance. Where the same way that, you know, y'all change your whole opinion on, well, you at least change your whole opinion on Lillard when he just went out for 55 and, you know, he ain't have no help. It got to be like that. Durant got to go off. And it just got to be like, damn, he just had no help. If he can lose, but he got to show, I'm, I'm, I can do this. I'm ready for this moment. Because as soon as Kyrie went down the last game, he took the dumbest shots. The dumbest shots I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn, you just rattled. You don't know what to do anymore. But, again, it was mid-game. There was still a lot going on. There was still a lot of pressure, you know. And Milwaukee very well could have won this game if Kyrie was playing. They just you won the last one. No, oh, the you're saying Milwaukee. Boston. I'm saying Milwaukee could have very well won this game. If Kyrie was playing, it was a one point game. It was like a it was like a one point game when he got hurt, and they just won the. They weren't winning this game if Kyrie didn't get hurt. Stop. They could have. They could have. Wasn't happening. They could have won this game. Okay, you can say that. I'm gonna disagree with you. Wasn't happening. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm saying they could have, but um, but they wouldn't have. Yeah, but I mean. They were going crazy from three, and I still was like, yeah, this is still a close game. Man. When, when, when Kevin, you know, when, when Kevin was all by himself, though, he showed that, damn, you can't do it without no help. Nobody can do it without no help. But you feel me? You got to she at least built to do something without help. In fairness, <laughs> he already knew that. That's why he got the help. He did know that. He did place the whole – he said, I need two of them just in case one of them gets hurt. And it was boom. a brilliant plan. It was a brilliant plan. <laughs> yeah, insurance, but insurance. <laughs> but damn it, both of them got hurt. So, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, uh, unless Blake just turns into Hall of Flame Blake again, <laughs> then you feel yep. That's the only chance they got out here. But again, I just, I, I, I still, I don't think they have to win. I just think he has to have a performance where it's like, damn, okay, you just, you need some support. I ain't even saying it gotta be fifty-five like Lillard did, but it gotta be something. <laughs> Kids go out there and fold, going real bad. 
I'm glad you say he doesn't need 55. I don't know what else to say to that. Um, nah, Katie, Katie definitely can't sell out here. If he does, it's going to look real, real bad, obviously. Um, you, you look at, but you look at, you look at Luca, you look at, uh, real quick, Damian Lillard, they both went out with big scoring nights, and I think Katie's better than both of them. So he's got to prove it, basically. My yeah. Opinion. Yeah, that's, that's the, and I'm saying he got two games to do it. I don't think he has to – he can lose the series and be fine because if, if he's just not going to have his two other best players, that's okay. But you at least got to show that you, that you are capable of doing it, even if you lose. We need some 40 pieces. We, he needs at least 40. At least 40. At least 40. Do you know who I'm talking about right now? Guess we're gonna find out. At least 40 is a lot. For if you're the great hey man, greatest scorer of all time. That's what they say. That's what he be trying to tell the world that he is number one. <laughs> he said, I'm the I best. just find it funny. So KD needs 40, but another dude has 37, he can't open the door. How's that happen? Where they do that at? Wait, what? I just I just said the door was open. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about there. I'm saying KD, KD is all KD is trying to cement himself. Well, he's already cemented himself as an all-time great, but he's Kinda. trying to cement himself as the best in the world. Nah, they can take it away after this one. They might all just retire. <laughs> This shit. I've I've I have an opinion. Obviously, from you guys, I think I agree with what you're saying. Here's what I think might happen. Just keep your eye out for this. The Bucks come out there. I'm gonna say it on air. The Bucks come out there. And they have 15. KD might say, you know what? No moss. Get me out of here. Suddenly tweak something. Lead a game. Say see nah. ya. So. KD ain't going out like that. I'm, okay. I said, bro, he might he might fold, but I don't think he's just going super duper just quit. That yeah, is not what you said, more. but all right, all right, all right. All right. That is I'll what I said. Around. No, I just say that. I said he might quit like 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 how he did in OKC, where he went out there and he just went for like and he just went like 10 for 10 for 40. <laughs> when him and Russ were just out there shooting 10 for 40, he was like, yeah, I'm going there. Let me not try that hard. But I don't think he's just going to leave. <laughs> like, you were like, he's going to lead a game. I was like, I don't know about all that. He not that. He not about to do all that. Depends on how quickly they're down by like 15 or 20. They get that, man, they get down like the first, it's like mid-second quarter, they down 20. You're going to be like, you know fucking what, bro. This is not what I signed up for. Ah, my leg hurts. I think think he's going to jack a bunch of shots and miss. Game four. Day of basketball, so let's jump right into it. In our first game last night, the Bucs end up being the Nets in a thriller. Late victory, winning it 86-83. A lot of college plays down the stretch. Drew Holiday, a huge layup. Bruce Brown losing his mind for a little bit, which we'll get into. Um, but, hey, man, for the Nets, KD, 30 points. 
11 rebounds just wasn't enough. Kyrie 22 on out of 22 shooting, and KD 11 for 28 as well. And for the Bucks, Giannis 33 points, 14 rebounds, kind of game we've expected him to have. And Chris Middleton going crazy, 35 points, 15 rebounds for him. So Darnell, what did you see out of this one as the Bucks win the first home game that they get, and they are only down to one. I thought that it was a good win for the Bucks. obviously. Um, Chris Middleton played out of his mind, like you said. Made a lot of difficult shots. Hit a lot of his pull-up threes. Those are falling, so that was good for him. Giannis wasn't really great. He took a lot of threes, one of eight. But it didn't really matter because it was an ugly game. Outside of, obviously, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And, well, Bruce Brown shot well from the field. But Joe Harris won for 11. And... They tend to go as he goes when his threes are made or falling. That's kind of when they're dangerous. But that's only because they don't have James Harden, obviously. He changes the whole dynamic of their team. But I thought it was impressive for the Bucks simply because they Drew Holiday got that last that layup at the end to put them up two, I believe. I think it was to put them up two, I believe. Yeah. It was a tie game. And they happened to get a stop at the end like it honestly it could have went it could have went either way because Bruce Brown at the end he I don't know what he was trying to do he He like he missed the inbounds pass (laughs) (laughs) he like missed the inbounds pass dropped the inbounds pass like chased after it and then he tried to make a hero left a left hand layup at the end to to tie the game and take it in overtime. It's just like that's not your role, man. Like you know it. Get it into somebody else's hand. Even if you're gonna drive, drive it and kick it. But don't take that shot at the end. And that's my biggest takeaway. Dom, what were your thoughts? So you know what they say about others, right? They say that mm-hmm. others play better at home. And for Brooklyn. All the others were going crazy back in Brooklyn. But then the others went out to Milwaukee and didn't know what the fuck to do with themselves. I mean, Bruce Brown was cool. Bruce Brown did his thing until the very end, obviously. But for the most part, everybody else sold. Claxton had two points. Mike James had two points. Shaman had three points. And obviously, as Darnell stated, Joe Harris had three. I mean, you know, Blake only had five. But we know that his, his importance is more so on the defensive end. Cause yeah, I know you say I know you say Bruce Brown's the best defender. I feel like Blake's the best defender, honestly, on the team. Bruce Brown's probably who, the best perimeter defender. Who says Bruce Brown's the best defender? Me, Demetrius. Oh. Oh, okay, uh, I was gonna. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. He says Bruce Brown's the best, best defender. He's probably the best perimeter defender. But I was I I think that Blake's the best defender just because you know he gives so much in hustle and he he can guard the paint well enough where he can, for the most part, usually kind of contain Giannis. He wasn't able to do it this game. He didn't really do it as well the first game, but, you know, the fact that he was able to contain him for the, even the one game and just all the hustle plays he makes on defense. But, yeah, that last shot was atrocious. <laughs> I was like, there were so many other options. I mean, I get it. They fumbled the ball. It went out of bounds, and they, they made sure Kyrie didn't take it. Okay, cool. So – there was a wide open Blake at three. And I know Blake's not the best three point shooter, 
but it was still like five seconds left. He could have ran in, done, done something. <laughs> like no, what, what would have happened was they would have he would have threw it to Blake. Blake would have pump faked and kicked it left to Kevin Durant, and that's what would happened. <laughs> yeah, something something else would have happened as opposed to <laughs> Bruce Brown trying to make a left handed layup over fucking Brooke Lopez, bro. <laughs> like what? <laughs> even then, even if even if that was an outcome. They had a timeout that they could just took and just wasted the timeout and, you know, done it like that. But, hey, man, I don't know why Steve Nash didn't call the timeout. I don't know why Bruce Brown decided to be a hero today. But <laughs> that that's really what fucked Brooklyn up. But, hey, man, as much as we talk about how prolific their offense is, you know, Milwaukee did only hold them to 80 to 83. This is the first time they've been held under 100 all playoffs, I believe. So, you feel me? Milwaukee was able to do their thing on the defensive end. And Giannis, he gave you what he gave you game one pretty much. But this time, he got help. And he had a huge performance from their max contract player, Chris Middleton. You feel me? He came out yeah. there, gave them 35. And, you know, he, he, he showed up. He was awful in, in, in Brooklyn. But he came back to Milwaukee and he turned up. Drew Holiday only had nine points, but he had a crucial basket at the end of the game. And again, it was more so the defense than the offense that Brooke Lopez big six blocks too. Yeah, yeah, eleven rebounds, six blocks. It was a lot of the um. It was it was a it was a very defensive minded game, and you know. Chris Middleton and Durant were battling at the end. Like, they were fighting. They both wanted it real bad, but you feel me? At the end, Chris Middleton got the last laugh, so. Yeah, some of them shots KD was hitting was like, man, come on, man. How do you, what do you do with this dude, man? That three right over Bruce Brown's face <laughs> <laughs> off the screen. I was like, Damn. <laughs> All I learned from this is, so basically to beat them, you either have to score 50 and have, like, other people score 20, or you need James Harden to be out and everyone else to play like ass to beat them. Because KD was hitting some great shots, but he still is 11 for 28. That's a terrible KD game. That's probably his worst game of the postseason so far. Not probably. That's his worst game of the postseason so far. Um... And Kyrie is 9 of 22. He hasn't been great this series, but I think that's his worst. That's his worst game. So they both had their worst game, at least of the series, probably the postseason. Joe Harris was terrible. But, like, like I've been trying to say, their defense is very – gets way too much shit. It's really underrated. I mean, the Bucks can't score on them for real. Um, and Chris Middleton had a great game, 35 points, actually. Um, so he had one of his better playoff games. And it just takes all that to beat him, and it takes all that and a bad Bruce Brown decision to beat him by three. I don't know what to do. Oh. Oh, don't get it twisted. Like, it was a great win for the Bucks, but no, by no means do I think they have a chance to win this series. Yeah, over. I know neither one of you think that. I'm just painting the picture because, hey, man, I'm just going to say they're the best team ever. 
gotta defend that. <laughs> but yeah, I knew that's what that whole thing was about. <laughs> hey man, it is what it is. <laughs> I didn't think actually. I'm giving the give the Bucks credit. Though. I didn't think it was possible to hold this team 83, even without James Harden for real. Even even if no matter how bad they played, I didn't think that this was even a possibility. So give the Bucks credit, hey man, they, they gave it all they got. And as opposed to getting swept, they're going to lose in five. And you know what? That's the best thing for Mike Budenholzer to keep his job. Wow. Yeah, because honestly, it's like I was wondering, because last podcast I was talking like, okay, Budenholzer is going to have to make an adjustment. He didn't make an adjustment, but they just played better. And honestly, it saved his job. Like, because yes. better than that had they first. Huh? Did they, so, uh, did they play better or did the Nets just play worse? I think they played better. You especially look at the way they started because the I mean, first game they started I mean, off terrible. The Nets, the Nets were missing. Joe Harris was missing every wide open shot. He was really awful. And I'm seeing like, can he, can he make mid range jumpers? <laughs> I know he can shoot threes. Obviously, I know he can like make layups and shit and cut. But, like, can he shoot mid-range layups? I mean, mid-range jumpers? Like, he was missing all of them really bad. Yeah, he missed one. In, what was that, in the fourth quarter? The wide-open-ass one. Yeah, that was bad. It's like, damn, Durant got to score every basket. Wide open. Felt bad for KG. <laughs> it's like, damn, you got to score every single basket, bro. At least Drew Drew was awful all night, but he did hit the one. Well, at least offensively, he was awful. Yeah. Hey, man, I mean, they got this big three. They gave them all max contracts, and their peak is beating beating the Nets one game. <laughs> so. Hey, uh, do you think that, that that's impressive? Mm-hmm. What? Do you think the Nets even bother and play James Harden or not? If it, it's like the thing about James Harden is it's a worst case scenario break the glass situation. If they're down in the series and like it's an elimination game, I imagine they put James Harden out there. But I don't think they need him. We beat you by 30 twice and then. We lost by we lost by three to y'all, bro. Like I don't care about y'all. <laughs> Keep in mind, I was like working during this, so I didn't get to watch it as much as I wanted. But my cousin was saying that the Nets weren't really trying. Is there any validity to that, or is it just, or they just play bad? I think mean, it's I mean, not they were just missing shots. Yeah, they were just they were just playing bad. Really, I mean, there's a difference between lack of effort and lack of. You know, they they were just out of rhythm. I mean, because here's the thing: when we say they play bad, we're generally talking about the three. We're general, even four. We can even put Blake in there. So we, if we're saying don't care, we're generally talking about Kyrie, Durant, James, and potentially Blake. But somebody like Joe Harris, he's not just going not try. Somebody like you know Shamit, Mike James. Like those people, mm-hmm. even Bruce Brown, like they're not just going to not try. They they were the, they were the problem. So, I mean, Kyrie and Durant were obviously 
not great, but sometimes the bench needs help. Yeah, yeah. True. True, true, true. I mean, they normally have this series. This is the first game that they really didn't, obviously. Like you said, you though, know. it's a road game. That could be it. That could be the case, but. And mind you, Middleton was awful in Brooklyn. He just he, as soon as he stepped back in Milwaukee, he remembered how to make a shot. Yeah, he's a souped up role player. So I said he can't be second. That's fault. It's not him. Middleton or Tobias. They coming for you, bro. Middleton or Tobias. <laughs> Middleton's better than Tobias. Tobias gonna give me his. Tobias gonna give me his twenty wherever he at though. Middleton <laughs> gives you twenty. It's just gonna look ugly sometimes. He also can give you thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say Middleton can give you thirty more more frequently than Tobias. Yeah, like <laughs> like like once. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Tobias snapped against. Don't Walsh. talk about this Wizards game, please. Please shut that up. Thank you. Before you even did he have like forty? Yeah, I don't care. Fucking Wizards. Worst defense of all time. Okay. Don't care about any of that. Ben came out there and had 15 and a quarter. I don't want to hear anything about any Wizards, whatever. Hey, man, I saw Ben score 15. I mean, I score, I saw Ben score 40 on the defensive player of the year that we're about to talk about next. So, man, ben, can, talking about ben is capable. Game that they lost by <laughs> yeah. 20. And, he like, I don't 40. understand it. Game five. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Bloomy Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joined again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Tom. Triple D's. Here we are. Yep. And normally, man, normally we don't do them if there's just one game, but it's the playoffs. And I was thinking, I was like, this game has that kind of potential. But... What we witnessed last night was the Nets beat the Bucks 114-108. was a true masterpiece. Despite Giannis, 34 points, 12 rebounds. Chris Middleton with 25 as well. No Kyrie Irving and James Harden struggling. Five points, eight assists, six rebounds. Kevin Durant and Jeff Green willed away. Jeff Green, 27 points on eight of 11 shooting. And KD... A masterful performance, 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists, did not sit for a second. Darnell, what did you see out of this one? So when we were talking about previewing, when we were previewing the game, I remember saying that it was going to be a game where KD had to get a lot of field goal attempts. He was probably going to have to get somewhere close to 25. Mm -hmm. He ended up with 23, but – I didn't think that he would be able to score as many points as he did, if that makes sense. So I didn't think he would go out and score 49. I thought he would have to score 40 plus. Mm -hmm. I was thinking four, I was thinking 45 in the 45 range, but I think that was a little ambitious to just expect him to go out there and do that. But he went out there and scored 49, close to 50. And that was very, very impressive, especially coming off the Achilles injury and just, playing 48 minutes and proving that, honestly, he's arguably the best player in the league right now. And I know yesterday we had the the Luka Doncic debate, but I think just for longevity and just 
everything that he's already proved in the league, I think KD gets the nod right now. And wait, real quick. Yeah. Can I can I tell you why I think it's KD since we just brought it up? I knew it was gonna get go ahead. For me, the difference is is KD had 18 points in the fourth quarter, which was just uh, ridiculous. Like, yeah, considering that he didn't sit. We saw Luca mm-hmm. wear down oftentimes late in the game. Don't blame him. He's doing all the work. But KD in that situation, again, we just watched 48 minutes. And earlier in the series, he's been playing 44-45. And still late in the games, he does turn up every time, except for the last game, which, I mean, there's kind of a culture shock. There's no Kyrie. Um, at least this one, he had James to kind of pass him the ball. But he wasn't really doing much. And it was him and Jeff Green. But go mm-hmm. ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but like you said, Jeff Green off the bench, seven of eight threes, 27 points plus 12, 34 minutes. And a lot of times whenever they were trying to double team Kevin Durant, he would find his open shooters. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't a game where Joe Harris was making threes, but every time he would find Jeff Green, Jeff Green seemed to connect. When does Joe Harris hit threes? He only – he gets – Pretty sure he let the lead, but – (laughs) not the regular season smiling comment on that oh, okay yeah yep but james harden was obviously hobbled obviously wasn't confident in his ability at the time and i was wondering why the bucks didn't attack him more he was out there on the floor for 45 and a half minutes so it's not like they didn't have chances so I didn't like the Bucks' approach to the game, and you got to give credit to the Nets because it was an amazing performance by KD. Jeff Green stepped up big time, and they got the big win that they needed. Mm-hmm. Don't um, answer that because to attack James Harden, it would have had to be Drew Holiday. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's the issue with that. Don, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Well, we saw at first we saw that um, Milwaukee had a big lead at first and and it was looking like they were just going to run away with the game. And we were just about to be like, damn, Kevin, you're just not quite good enough on your own. But then he said, shut the fuck up. (laughs) For real. (laughs) He just he just made every shot in the second half. For real. It's really what happened. Um, And and another thing that gets highlighted that that well that's been highlighted. He had like 17 rebounds. I believe he had, yeah, he had 17 rebounds and 10 assists out there. So he was getting other people involved being a being like, you know, being a little point forward out there a little bit, whenever, whenever Harden wasn't distributing the ball. And then he was getting rebounds too. He was just doing a lot out there. He had three steals, two blocks. He had a great all around game. This is, I know we've had debates about, you know, was it Lillard's 55-point game that he lost? Was it Kawhi's 45-point game? Was it, you know, Donovan? Was it was it Luka? Nah, it's none of them. This is easily, easily the best performance of the playoffs so far. This is one of the best playoff performances of all time. This was insane right here. Cause this is the best game in KD's career. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but you I also look close. at the volume of the team. You you also look at like not well not the volume, but you also look at the quality of the team that he's playing, bro. And mm-hmm. of all of everybody, he's playing the most difficult team of them all. This is a legitimate finals team right here. 
Like, this team could win the finals. They have a two-time MVP of who should be a top 10, you know, power forward ever. But, you know, um, Kevin Durant just went out there and he did his thing. Well, I give him best in the world. I say he's obviously, you know, capable of being best in the world. Um, it's, it's hard to argue against it after a performance like this. But, you know, it's just there's other people who are doing it throughout the season longer. And he and he gave he gave us what we needed. And he said he says he's the best scorer in the league. He says he's the best player in the league. He went out there and, damn it, he showed it. But, hey, man, you can keep that debate whether you want it or not. But, um, yeah, this was just an all-around great performance. It was, all, it was mainly thanks to him. And, obviously, Jeff Green played a pivotal role off the bench with his 27 points. He didn't miss a three. Jeff Green release out here. <laughs> Blake Griffin went out there. He has 17 points. They needed his production. But one underrated factor in this game was that while Joe Harris was missing, Landry Shamus said, fuck it, I'll, I'll be him then. He gave, came out there and gave them the extra nine points that they needed because Harden was not doing anything. Bruce Brown wasn't doing anything. Joe Harris wasn't doing anything. Mike James wasn't doing anything. Well, he was only out there for three minutes, but, you know, it was it's it they just needed to be one more person that did something. And Landry Shaman came out there and had ten points. So you know, it was it was just a great game out there. And I almost feel bad for this guy, man. He went out there, he played hard as shit. He had thirty four points, twelve rebounds, but he dropped four assists. He did drop the pass. He dropped it was right in his hands. And then he didn't guard Kevin Durant. And that's all everybody's been talking. He got CJ McCollum talking about. Oh, shit. Sorry. He we got, got more breaking news. You got CJ McCollum talking about Giannis should have been on Durant. Bro, who? Wait, what? You know you're the worst defender in the league, right? <laughs> like. Type shit, but that's well, Giannis that's how can't guard Durant. First off, Giannis. let me get to that. Giannis can't guard Durant because nobody nope. can. Yeah, yeah. But the best option for real is to just roll with PJ. Is to roll with PJ and to keep him like as Subdued a in the paint. Yeah, as a paint presence, just to you know, just because. Damn. If I mean, if, if he just gonna drive by this dude every time, I can't guard him. I mean, we see him on switches. You, Darnell, you remember that game? We we, we both talked about it right after. Like, oh, we, he caught him on a switch. And he just cooked. He just cooked Giannis easier than PJ. So it's yeah. like, well, but you know, he won a defensive player of the year. Oh, when you when you shit. win awards, when I you told win you. Awards, when you win awards, then you know, people start to look at you in a different light. You know, and Giannis keep winning all these awards, so. I think the only argument, sadly, we'll get into wow. that in a second. Yeah, you wow. see <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The only argument for KD <laughs> oh, is no. Kawhi to me. That's if Kawhi beats him in the finals, if they were to end up playing. Um, KD obviously has to win the series, still would be best player in the world, but, like, so does There's a lot Kawhi. Of breaking news going on. Kawhi has to win his series too against the Jazz. So, yeah. 
and now, and now, boy, I'm trying to give Katie credit, but shit just keeps happening around right now. It's too. This crazy. is this is crazy. Yeah, this is pretty wild. If it, if damn, it, he just had really... to, bro. He just had to fight for game five. Katie just had to get them one. Now, Giannis already talking about. He's the he's best, the best player player in the world. <laughs> and he's defeated. Oh, you still got home court next game, bro. He's like, it's over. Bro, bro he's you like, know, Joe, he's you like, he's like, two. he's like, Joe Harris and James are going to combine for one for 15 from out there again. But you know what else isn't going to happen? His teammates not going to be eight for 28 for 22 at home. His teammate turns into Superman when he home. He turned into a superstar. He can Drew Holiday, wait, wait. Can Drew Holiday give you seven for 16 again? Damn, that's a good question. Well, I don't know. He 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 won't have to. I don't know. I don't know if Kevin Kevin not doing this again, but I don't sure? know. You sure about that? Yeah, I don't know. You're not dropping 50 again. You didn't, dude. He's not dropping. It was, 50. It was bro. Easy, if, man. if he dropped fifty-two times in a row, I don't even care no more. He top ten, top five all time, dude. Bro. You didn't. You you were <laughs> like drop fifty-two. I'm telling you, Dom. You were cooking. You didn't. You didn't see Katie cooking. It was easy. It was like I was. I was watching. I was like, no, wow. no, no, no. You missed the stretch restart. You you saw the threes. That was after. That was after early in the fourth. He was. When I tell you, I was like yelling because he was making it so easy. I've never felt like that. I'm like, oh, he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants out here. Pull up midi, pull up midi, pull him right over dude's head. It's like, oh yeah, you are short. You can you you can push me all you want, but you're not tall. Bang, bang, bang. Then he had a couple of them, and it was like, all right. And then he was like, okay, I can need to drive by you for this layup, get an and one. I can start hitting these. Hey man, we we kind. The funny thing is, we kind of hinted at it before. I don't know if you said. I know I definitely said it though. It takes somebody to really activate him for him to do this. And the last time we saw KD play like this was against the Clippers um, two years ago when people were talking about, "Damn, Pat Bev really guarding Kevin Durant." That's that's the last time he's ever played like this. Where he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. You really think this motherfucker can guard me? Isn't that the last series he ever played, though? So, like, see. yeah. I mean, let me see. He played in Houston. Uh, For a little bit, and then he got hurt. Yeah. And then he came back against the Raptors and got hurt again. And by the way, against the Raptors, he had, like, 18 in the first quarter. Cooking them dudes, yeah, he too. Was he was cooking them. I was like, oh, they about to just win this shit because he just here. Just amen. 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 He just had a nice little stretch. I'm just telling you. <laughs> he had a saying, nice little 49 stretch. on 23 shots. He didn't even, is, he is, didn't even is, get to 30. That's ridiculous. His best scorer of all time, but his best scorer of all time quality, yes. And even if KD doesn't do that, I mean, James, you know, if you want to score five again, he's capable. They're both capable of going out there and doing exactly what they just did. But Kevin just want Kevin just here's the here's the thing. Like 
the difference between like Kevin and, and, and say Luca or like any of the point guards, like any of the ball handlers, LeBron, all of them, like with James out there, Kevin didn't just have to dribble the ball and run the offense and shit out there. So yeah. Kevin could vibe a little more. Whereas Luca had to Luca and LeBron and all of them would have to like set every do everything for real. Yeah, but in the fourth, he took the ball up every time. And every time he didn't, it was a turnover. Yeah. Can't act like James didn't have eight assists before turnovers out there. He was he's he's capable. He's highly capable of that. So I'm just saying, if we're just going. No, I, I wasn't to discredit him. I was saying, I was just saying why he had more energy. I think he had more energy because he just, had just though he did like play that. though played every played second, forty eight minutes. So we saw Jimmy Butler do that and like fall to the ground. Katie looked fine. Katie I've never seen it a okay. I've never seen anything like that before. That dude was chilling. I was like, no, nah, that man. that might be the greatest, maybe non final playoff performance of all time really didn't sit and then started snapping in the fourth he just he just needed one other guy and jeff green did it and this by the way they obviously I mean, got to complete the series. Too, but yeah they obviously got to complete the series this is why i think they're the best team ever i just don't think someone on the warriors is going to be like jeff green 27 off the bench eight of 11 shooting like you said, Sham, it was huge plug-in. Late in the fourth, he's driving to the basket getting layups. He's like, you know what? I can do this. They just going to have to – If Joe's just not going to do it, well, we're here for the same purpose. Yeah. Like, imagine – just imagine a game mm-hmm. where Steph doesn't play and Clay has five. But let's say – Draymond, not even Draymond. Oh, man. Trying to think. Has 27? Oh, I don't even know who else was on that team. Um, there, was no bench. there was no bench, so. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Jeff Green just not... saved the whole season. Him and Blake. Blake was right there with 17. Draymond might be. Draymond can give you the 17. Even Shamit. Shamit helped save the whole season right with them. Damn it did too, but I mean, damn, you get my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just interesting. The, the warrior the Warriors bench didn't go deep as to have somebody as a shamit, even. Nope. They they didn't even have a shamit quality player <laughs> outside mm-hmm. outside the little death lineup. They didn't even have a shamit. They didn't have I a mean, lake level sh- scorer, dude. From me for yeah. sure, for sure. They definitely can be the um, most well-constructed team ever. But, hey, man, you make this point a lot, especially when talking about your team. A lot of them are injury-prone, as we've seen. So, if, if, yeah. if it's going to be injury do it, If they do yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah. Because think about it this way. They would be throughout, injury-prone throughout team. all the injuries. <laughs> Whatever. You can't even say that because they can be injury-prone. This is the most injury-riddled season that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to get into it. I think we got to start with – we'll talk about the other news later, but Kawhi just got announced will be missing game five with the knee injury that he suffered. 
in a moment, up 17, fourth quarter, five minutes left. Uh, Joe Ingles fouled him, won that Harvey, just landed awkwardly. So now he's going to miss the game with a knee injury. And yikes. Um, Demetrius is just ready to see this. Huh? (laughs) Are you ready to see this (laughs) I'm not ready to see this. They're about to lose by 30. I've already seen this. This might be a 50-piece, John. Darnell, what are your thoughts? I think this obviously puts a lot of pressure on Paul George. Yeah. And he's going to have to have one of those. He, I don't think he has the ability to have the type of game that Kevin Durant had last night. But nah, he's going to have no, to give his best. That. He's going to have <laughs> to give his best effort in trying to get a win because it's going to be a really tough matchup playing in Utah with the crowd and with Donovan just being – Donovan's going to be seeing blood in the water. And it's like without that extra defender out there, I wonder who's going to be out there on Donovan. Probably yeah, that's the worst there. part. Yep. Yeah. So if this Had injury time, is longer than – this injury is longer than one game, then it spells doom for the Clippers because I don't know if they can survive without Kawhi for a long stretch. Nah, this going to have to be the only game he must. He's going to have to pop some pop some pills. He's going to have to do something. <laughs> He's going to have to do something to make sure that knee right because ain't no way. You get one game off, unless miraculously somebody on the Clippers do something. No. Not happening. So the Jazz would I mean, have to all fold, which is possible, but I just it's not at home. They're not all folding at home. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Literally what I just said. Damn. <laughs> that's this is unfortunate. I'm upset. Yeah, it's really about to it's really about to be a jazz finals, man. What the hell? Honestly, that's the, the finals that I mean, it's not the way that anybody wanted it to happen, but I think it's Nobody. a lot of people out there that follows basketball that want to see a Jazz Suns finals. I mean, conference finals. No, I'm talking about Jazz finals due to our other breaking news. Oh. Since you're alluding to that. And damn, damn. It's right there for Rudy. I'm about to throw up. It's pretty sickening stuff. Yeah, the other breaking news, Chris Paul, COVID, what is it called, man? Health and safety safety protocols. He's out an indefinite period of time. He'll probably miss some of the beginning of the next series. So that sucks, too. And now all of a sudden, man, damn, this sucks. Hey, yeah, man, exactly. now we know. I mean, we already knew. LeBron tried to tell us, but short in season, this can't be the move. This can't be, obviously. We're already here now. What, what does that have to do with the pro- protocols, though? That's just COVID. But I, it's First off, isn't it weird that – wasn't LeBron in an event and he was fine? Like, what did Chris Paul do? Let me look up the details to this on why exactly. They do – I don't think they were – have any specific details yet but I think that after the game you saw Chris Paul go into the stands and hug his family 
I don't know if that's exactly what huh? kind of triggered it. But darn no, <laughs> he went to the states of his family, bro. <laughs> and they I'm was just like, saying, like COVID. <laughs> I don't know if he was supposed to go up there. Maybe not. Maybe it was maybe maybe they were in the unvaccinated section. No, they had masks on for sure. <laughs> what was the issue? <laughs> Hey man, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just no. throwing something out there. The only thing that I saw after the game, whatever could have possibly happened from there, I have no idea. Bro, it's always something with this guy. He really could have um, got the vaccine and avoided this though, for real. I can't but I it's can't still unknown if he had got it or not, though. I can't give you a hundred million for three years if you just never available when we need you the most, bro. I'm sorry. Never, ever, ever, ever. You but this is a unique circumstance. You gotta admit that at least. It, it's it's a unique circumstance in a in a constant stream of patterns has been happening throughout this man's entire bro, career. Bro, wait a minute. Seriously though, if he got the vaccine, I'm very confused on what the issue is. And why he would have to miss NBA playoff games? Because the because because there's because they're trying to put the Jazz in the finals. Can't you tell? It's clear at this point. Damn, not Utah. Damn, not Kyrie versus Utah. They got man. They got the, <laughs> they got the <laughs> they got the death threats, man. And Adam Utah Silver would be home court. Oh God. The Nets oh, might actually yep. lose to them if Kyrie just go out there three for 19, getting caught anything. <laughs> awesome. Yo, they, they, fam- they families really can't go. <sighs> Their families are not allowed. Damn, this sucks. I'm, I'm real mad about the Kawhi stuff, man. But Yeah, that's a, that's a bummer. Hopefully it's just one game. Hopefully, even then, will he come back and be healthy? That's the bigger question. Because he can come back and be hampered and look straight like Harden did last night. Yeah, and they can't afford that. Nah, he can come back hampered and they can win game six. That's not the problem here. They needed to win. To me, they needed to win this game five just to get the hell out of there. Beat them the one time, then they'd be a shot fired. You don't want to play a game seven at that place. Really don't. No, nah, you don't. Not against this team either. Yeah. If the team is going to go on fire at home, then no. <sighs> all, our faith, all our faith on this guy right here. What guy? Mr. Playoff legend himself. <laughs> There's no faith. You have faith in him. I do. I didn't have him as my number one to go to finals. That was you, man. Okay, okay, your okay, your faith is just got injury protocols, so still be all right. Well, COVID still there. Booker's still there, and guess who Booker is not? But will Booker will Booker care enough? 
He just thought Honestly, dude, though, they're already here Honestly, now. He won't care now. Honestly, though, I mean, you feel me? The first two games are in Utah. If he just missed the Utah games, they probably exactly. You know the series doesn't start. So, hey man, so the Nets Bucks series hasn't started yet either. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, I guess it's going to start if, if he's just going to say, "Yeah, he better than me." <laughs> man, we will he said, see. He said, he said, "James, James isn't better than me." But he is. <laughs> he tried to tell y'all about Jeff Green. He did. He said Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Jeff Green Jeff are great players. Green. And you know what? When it He's came right. down to it, He's told no lies. Jeff Green really <laughs> was the best play, second best player out there. Yep. When Kyrie wasn't there. All right, real quick, Darnell, let's get into it. Player of the day, coach of the wait, day. Wait. Game I thought we were going to do the all-NBA teams and stuff. Hey, man, we got eight minutes. Oh, all right, whatever. Exactly. All right, so player of, the, player of the night, got to be KD. Coach of the night, KD. Game of the night. KD, <laughs> KD. First the basket. <laughs> game, game, game of the night, Bucks versus KD. <laughs> Highlighted of the night, KD. KD. <laughs> behind the back at the top of the key. Pulled the three-pointer and probably DJ Wilson or somebody. It looked like. I don't know who that was. DJ Wilson. Right over – <laughs> it wasn't DJ Wilson. I don't Wilson. know. It was somebody. Probably PJ I Tucker. I don't know why. It wasn't PJ Tucker. Man, you don't it think was... you can tell PJ Tucker bald ass head, bro? It had to be Elijah Bryant, man. Had to be. He the only one that played that I didn't recognize their face out there. But <laughs> three over him, that's my highlight. And for my dickhead, it has to go to the NBA for these health and safety protocols that's causing Chris Paul to miss these games. And whatever he violated, like, did he really, like, put the details out so we not in the dark a little bit? And, yeah, that's what I got. Dom? Um, all five, Katie. Why is he the dickhead? Because, <laughs> like, why would you go out there and, because because there's no reason to mention anybody else. I really want to give player of the night to Jeff Green. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll give it to Landry Shamit then. There you go. Oh my god. Acting like Landry Shamit hit seven of his first seven threes. Acting like Jeff Green hit 50, 12, and 17. Hey, man. I said I wanted to. I didn't say he was getting it. Jeff Green just deserve, he deserves to be mentioned. But not nah, it's KD. Um, yeah. So, KD, you're right. Coach KD, because Steve Nash had to give him a hug. That's how. <laughs> so, somewhat he's like, you know, I didn't do game six. Moving on to the last game happened Thursday. The Bucks beat the Nets 104 89 despite a KD 32 but 39 
Um, James Harden, 16 points, seven assists, only five of nine from the field. They were trying to funnel KD the ball. But for the Bucks, man, Giannis, 30 points, 17 rebounds, 12 of 20 shooting. He was incredible. Zero for zero from deep free honest. And Chris Middleton just went insane. 38 points, five assists, 10 rebounds for him. This was the Chris Middleton game. Anytime it was teetering, he would just go out there, slap another big shot or a big three, or get to the foul line just like that man, KD. So, Darnell, what were your thoughts on this one? Man, it was pretty crazy to, to see Middleton have his chance to shine in a, in a moment. 38 points, 10 rebounds. Drew Holiday did his best to try to sell it all the way. He was one of 10 for three, but he was eight for 21 from the field. So it, it balanced out a little bit. And they got no production off the bench. Didn't matter. Um, it was KD or bust for the Nets. And James Harden was a little bit better than he was the previous game, but still not good enough. They're not going to get anything off the bench because they're just riding their – they're just going to ride with the starters. KD only played 40 minutes mainly because he got took out at the end of the game and got the rest at the end a little bit. But 32 and 11 on 30 shots is not the efficiency that Kevin Durant normally produces. He only made two threes, didn't get to the free – well, he got to the free throw line once, didn't make either one. And normally he's in the – or he's like in a 7 to 10 range. Like he – if – he doesn't have Harden playing at normal Harden level where he's drawing all the fouls. He can get to that level easily. Like, he's that type of player, but just wasn't his night. Um, they need more from Jeff Green in game seven. And right now, the Bucks have all of the momentum. And without Kyrie Irving already being ruled out for game seven, it's going to be up to Kevin Durant to have another game six performance or a game five performance. And he didn't do it or on Thursday, so we'll have to see what happens next. I don't know why hey. that just came to my head. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's it. Um, Dom, what are your thoughts? I mean, you, you really look at what happened in game five. It took Kevin Durant 30. and Je I mean, it took Kevin Durant 50 and Jeff Green 30. For them to beat, for them to win by like five or six or however much they won by, so mm -hmm. it took like it took a historic performance from um, both of them basically. Jeff Green's not naturally a thirty point scorer, so it took a it took a great performance for both of them to you know be able to even win that game. And as soon as Durant didn't have another amazing game, it got blown out. So I mean, again, Middleton is one of the best home players in the league. So yep. as soon as he come back home, he drop at 40 every time. So, <laughs> you know, um, he went out there and he did his thing for sure. But, I mean, they just needed more help out of somebody else. You would hope it would be Harden, but either Harden's hampered or he's folding or some combination of both. So, I mean, he just wasn't able to, you know, produce – which you would want him to produce out there. And Joe Harris has been folding the entire playoffs. Blake Griffin gave him a nice little 12. But, um, you know, just they just didn't have anybody that was able to do anything off the bench or anything, really. One thing I noticed this game, though, they only played Bruce five minutes. I don't know why Bruce beat sometimes getting 
30 and sometimes getting five. They didn't play much last game either. Okay. So, yeah. Needs me. Um, what I'll say is, I'll put it like this. I didn't think it was possible, but I see an entryway, a small path for Middleton. I think they got to make the finals minimum for him to be called. I don't know what you call him, a home superstar, I guess. If they win the finals, superstar. Yeah, if they win the finals, I'll give it to him. I think if they make it and he snaps in the finals, all right. I don't care anymore. He I'm not just football. giving Chris Middleton a superstar bag. I hear you, man, but look. Hey, look, I'm man. I'm sorry. If he's going to be the best scorer on the team, and if Giannis can never get over, like, 35, I guess, which is good, which is great, but Chris Middleton's the one who's really – like, I'll put it like this. Like, if you give, let's say, Donovan, another guy who can do what Chris Middleton's doing, or a Luka, or a – who else? I'm trying to think of who else we would say is, like, kind of – or a Trey, any of this performance – Hey man, they're going to the conference for, finals minimum. For me, if he if like if I'm even gonna entertain adding him into the class of the superstars, it's gonna come down to him winning probably winning finals MVP. Like at a performance like that. He has to take over the reins and prove that he can be the, the number one scorer option on the team. I have a question. I have a question. If the Bucks were to win this series. Would he would he be the MVP of the series, or would it be Giannis? I would still say Giannis because I think Middleton just had this one big explosion. Wasn't one. I don't recall. I don't. Every time he's don't at home. <laughs> for real, it's been all three home games. That's why they. That's why. That's why everybody wins the home games because Middleton goes crazy at home, and he was yeah. all right in Game Five. He wasn't bad, but. Whenever he's at home, he turns into KD. It's pretty crazy. Now, I I agree with what you're saying, though. Kind of, I don't I don't. It would depend on Game Seven, obviously. But if we're just gonna say that this is the finals, and Chris Middleton, to me, he's in the discussion for being the MVP for the Bucks in this series. Here's I, the, I would give you that. I would say depending on what happens right? in Game Seven for sure. Yeah, here's like the they thing. have to win game seven for any of this to matter. And he has to snap. He, the, the only thing. way they win is if he snaps. In order for a Giannis-type player to be successful, right, because mm-hmm. who was Giannis's big comparison? It was Shaq. Like, one of his bigger comparisons, Shaq basically said, he's me, type shit. So, like, when you have a, a dominant, like, post player like that type shit, you need uh, you need a you need a real superstar guard in order to, you need a, like a really high level guard in order to, you know, take you over there just cause there's limitations in your game. Cause he can't shoot. So they need somebody who's going to be the shooter out there. And for Shaq, it was Wade. It was Kobe. He, the, these, those are two all time greats. Now I'm not saying Milton's up there. No, but you feel me in order for them to get over the hump, he has to be like a light version of them. I wouldn't call Giannis the post player simply because he goes downhill and he plays with the ball in his hand so much. Well, yeah, so I wouldn't but really call him the post player. 
He's not, not the way post. Shaq like was. Or Shaq. You know, he's he's not. really rust, but he was trying to give the pre, the pre, you know, made it version of what we thought Giannis was, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, if Shaq's just going to say he me, <laughs> I mean, Shaq going to look at him and be like, that's 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 who that's who I, I see as the closest similarity to me. He said he's the one he going to give his Superman nickname to. I mean, I ain't going to I ain't going to lie, man. I watched Shaq play, man. Shaq wasn't doing it like Giannis. Shaq gave himself a little bit too much credit. He wasn't that skilled. He was brute force all day, but no, nah, he wasn't skilled. He wasn't the skill, and he was probably more unstoppable. But he was, but he was, <laughs> he was. Yeah, he's talk. He was talking about the pure domination of him, though. Like how yeah, yeah. he said Giannis is the most dominant player in the league. I, I but, hear you. <laughs> Shaq was more dominant than Giannis. I don't even think it's close. Shaq, well, he's he's saying the most dominant player in the league today, though. I don't think. Hmm. We didn't even talk about it, but Embiid was completely folding. I was gonna say Embiid, but I mean, damn. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah. Embiid, I agree. Embiid be shoot. Embiid really most of his points be coming from shooting and free throws. It's not like it's not like he just it's not like he just purely be backing people down like Shaq would. Giannis don't do it either, but Giannis mm-hmm. all Giannis points in the paint. It is pure domination. <laughs> Amen. And like a, it's like domination with, with, a, with a bit of finesse because he got some finesse moves in his layup, in his layup package. His layup package is crazy, honestly. Amen. We will fi- we're gonna figure out a lot of what happened in this game seven. I'm excited. It's going on today. I'm gonna find a way to watch that shit. Where I am. Um but no, it's going to be a great game. And hey, man, we've had the second round. Game seven. But the Bucks beat the Nets on the road. Game seven in overtime, 115-111. They withstood another great KD performance. 48 points, nine rebounds, six assists for him. James Harden, five of 17, two of 12 from deep, but 22 points. For the Bucks, though, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he finally did it, man. 40 points, 13 rebounds. He just had to be close enough. Chris Middleton struggled as well, 9, 26, 23 points. But Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Great performance out of Giannis. Uh, 16 to 24 from the field, 13 rebounds, 40, like you said. Um, really impressive. Um, Chris Middleton, he had a really clutch turnaround mid-range in the paint to kind of seal the game for him. And, I mean, it was a, it was so many big plays down the stretch that were made by the Bucks, And it was just really impressive to see. Drew Holiday really struggled. He was 5 of 23 for the field with 13 points. But even he came through at the end and, and gave him some, some big moments. And there was Pat Connaughton off the bench with nine. I thought that was something that was – a big difference between them and, and the Nets because obviously the Nets had no bench scoring. It was all of the starters, and KD gave it all he had. It was an overtime game. Kevin Durant forced it in overtime with what could have been a game-winning three had he not got his foot on the line. But James he Harden was wasn't <laughs> James. <laughs> exactly. James Harden wasn't the James Harden that we've known in the regular season. I don't know if it could be a combination of his injury and just his overall 
postseason struggles, but he wanted no parts of the big moment. And at, at the end of the game, there was a moment where James Harden, where Kevin Durant passed the ball to James Harden because he clearly just didn't have it. And he gave it right back. And it's like, all right, I'm trying to tell Thanks you. That. Thanks for that. <laughs> exactly. And he ended up forcing up a bad shot. Well, it wasn't really a bad shot. It was kind of a bad <laughs> shot he could get at the moment. But you got to give credit to Drew Holiday for staying, staying solid defensively and guarding KD at the top of the key and forcing him to take a fadeaway three with no legs. So that was the biggest – well, that was the pretty much the, the game sealer right there. And Joe Harris, uh, no show. You got some production from Blake Griffin. But this wasn't anywhere near close to what we expected when we – saw this next team put together so with the injuries to Kyrie Irving and James Harden throughout the season it's just been tough for these guys to get it together and we should have known that without the continuity continuity that it wouldn't be easy for them to just roll throughout the roll the NBA but they did it through stretches in the regular season so it, you got to give credit to the Bucks for, for beating the juggernaut in the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I think it was more so we didn't know who was going to beat them. Like, we thought the Lakers could only because they won a championship. But we didn't know, you know what I mean, what team would be able to do it. Even thought this yeah. series, I didn't really believe the Bucs were going to win. It, well, till Kyrie went down, I didn't really believe it. And then even when Katie had that explosion, I was like, all right, the Nets are going to figure out a way to win one of these two. But, I mean, again, give the Bucs a lot of credit. Give Giannis a lot of credit, man. All that hard work. All that hard work, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Dom, what were your thoughts on this? <clears throat> I mean, I don't even I don't think it was the lack of continuity. I don't think it's, you know, I think if they all played, they would have figured it out. It's just the fact that they didn't play. They looked perfectly fine against Boston. It took uh, Tatum, it took Tatum going for 50 and Kemba having 30 in order for them to um in order for them to win a game. So, you know, it, it really did take, like, a huge offensive explosion. And I don't see I, – I never saw the Bucks doing that. I never saw Giannis going for 50 and um, what's it called? And Middleton going for – well, Middleton can go for 30, obviously. But unless they both had, like, 40 and 40 and got help from somebody else. But then I wouldn't know who the third scorer would be because, as we know, Drew isn't the best offensive player. He's a, he's a good defensive player. He did make some – Big baskets down the stretch to you know almost help seal it. Well, almost he had to make help seal some shots. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't go two for twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he made some big baskets down the stretch, and I was I was talking to somebody, and we were discussing the trade, and I was like, I didn't, you know, I me me and Demetrius. I don't know about Darn. I don't think Darnell was on the podcast yet, but me and Demetrius, we talked about how neither of us really liked the trade for the the Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and three first for Drew Holiday. And, you know, do y'all think that if Eric Bledsoe was here instead of Drew Holiday, it would have been the same result? No. Do, no. You, you, think Drew, you think Drew Holiday did make the difference? Eight assists. Drew's a better player than, than Eric Bledsoe, man. Like He is, he is a better and, player. And, than and George Hill's not really – don't do much, but honestly, the three first round draft picks was really to keep Giannis happy. So, with all of that, I think it was worth it. Eight assists and one turnover. So, that's pretty good. As he was shooting, and it was pathetic. It was awful. 
It was rough out there. The thing with the Bucks was they had seven turnovers and they got 18 offensive rebounds. All that led to 14 more shots. Yeah, Drew, I think Drew did have a big offensive rebound towards the end as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drew, Drew in the clutch, Drew really did, you know, come crazy. So, you know, that was a big part. But, you know, for, for the Nets, you know, Joe Harris has just been struggling all series. He looked terrible. And he if if anybody choked, it was him. He really yep. had no idea what to do in the in the big moment. I won't blame Harden. You know, he's had his playoff woes before in the past, but he was clearly hampered. And when players are dealing with injury, you know, they're just not going to be the same out there. So James Harden, you know, he didn't do too much out there. But again, that was expected. He was pretty much just there to be the point guard and get everybody else involved. But if the main player he's there to get involved, you know, is shooting one for 14 every game, then you know, it's only so much he's going to be able to do out there. He did get to the free throw line early. You know, he got like seven free throws in the first quarter. He, he hit a couple threes, but he just didn't provide any James Harden type nights. And then Kevin Durant, he did everything he could. And he, he tried to seal the – you know why he tried to seal the game away because he was gassed. He had no more energy. He had played 48 minutes the one game. Then he played – um. 40 minutes the next game and then this time he played all 53 he just had no energy left in the tank and like you said Blake was there to help him but Blake Blake was there Harden was there a little bit but it was really just them and if I was Steve Nash I was saying this if I was Steve Nash and I just saw what's his name Joe Harris just struggling like that I would have been like all right you already not giving me much on defense either so I would just try to sham it out there See what Shamit could do. Maybe Shamit could have hit some of the shots. But Joe Harris just wasn't it. And if if Kyrie's gonna be hurt and James Harden's gonna be half, you know, half of what he could be, then it was gonna come down to Joe and he just wasn't good enough in the big stage. So a bunch of things. One, Joe Harris, I see your point. He did have nine rebounds and they were so bad getting rebounds. Like they were really bad. They kind of needed any semi-opportunity they could get at getting a rebound, and that would be a huge – now, I might have taken Joe for Jeff Green, to be honest, but – Was Jeff um, Green not th- there down the stretch? Nope. Jeff Green played 13 minutes. I know Blake got it. Oh, wow. I didn't know he – it's probably because he was – I don't think he was shooting well, so they probably just took him out after that. He didn't, he didn't even take once. a shot. Can you take a shot? Nope. Nah. Wow. But he did he did get three fouls in his 13 minutes. He went in there late in this first half and fouled Giannis. They had Bruce Brown in there the whole game, though, because Bruce was giving him – Bruce was really good with production, um, just to give him another person who can pass, but he also was going to the back. Oh, yeah, he did play 52 minutes with them. Yep. And Blake – Blake was phenomenal until he fouled out, for real. Um, yeah. But once he fouled out, that kind of – that kind of was the game. They had a two-point lead, no T, and then obviously, like we just said three times, Blake fouled out uh, fouling Giannis, and they just couldn't do anything. I mean, they weren't really doing anything over time anyway. Katie was trying to be a distraction, a decoy, and let somebody else score, and nobody else could do it. James couldn't. Joe Harris missed an open three, which would have really won them the game. 
My man Joe lost his spot on the dream team. It's a tough scene, man. All he had to do yeah. was hit. All he had to do was just. He didn't even have to go forty-eight like the regular season. He just had to go forty percent. I saw a stat that said uh, Joe Harris has shot five of twenty-seven from his last for, in his last twenty-seven three-point attempts. Jesus God, man! Wow. Yeah, he can't do anything with that. Um, since we talking, since we talking about the Brooklyn Nets, it was a report that Spencer Dinwiddie is going to reject his player op, player option and he's going to become an unrestricted free agent. I think that's kind of <laughs> important for their future. Well, yeah, he he didn't play, but it, I mean, it depends on he's. I think he I think he opted out just because you know he's going to want a bigger contract and shit like that. But it's it all going to depend on. Whether Brooklyn wants to resign him, I mean, this point, let me get rid of Joe Harris' dumbass contract and resign him. Yeah, that's tough to get rid of that contract, though. Not after how you just showed. He led the league in three points. You, he did play awful, but it's not. It's not like Porzingis tough to me because Porzingis has a bigger contract. Joe Harris's contract isn't that bad. Yeah, it's, it's not still scary. like what 70, 70 million? Man, Bertans got that. <clears throat> Who he you was bad, but he wasn't Bertans bad. Yeah, Berton. And again, I would I the would even, right here. I would, would love Joe Harris, even if he misses every shot. <laughs> I would even I would even look at motherfucking uh what's it called? Bertans. I would even think about it. Cause again, you look at the team he's on. He's the only three-point shooter, so all the attention was always on him. Well, maybe when, if he goes the to problem Brooklyn, was what the issue was when Kyrie got hurt. Joe Harris became the only three-point shooter. That's when he got scared. <laughs> yeah, it was at that moment he became afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it was right then he turned right into an icicle. Here's what yeah. I'll say though, because. I did want to say something. Um, I can't blame James Harden for this. He had way too many. T- he was just so loose with the ball for no reason at a lot of points. I was like, damn. It would be like Katie would be trying to put, you know, the foot on the pedal, trying to just give him some gas, get to the, the end. He would just do something dumb. It's way too many turnovers, bad shots. I know he's hurt, but. There's a game where we just need you to kind of at least adjust the way that you're you're you gotta adjust to the moment. He was two of twelve from deep, but five of seventeen from the field. So even though he's hampered, he could still do. I saw him shoot floaters. That's all he had to do. Yeah, we just watched somebody win, go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Watch his twin do it. Miss miss all of them too. Yep. And it's still he just had to do it. Yep. But the, again, the thing is, those four turnovers that's big, and it was just bad situations, just bad timing. And for the Bucks, like I said, they got up. Both teams. So we normally talk about the free throws. They kind of adjust, you know, shot attempts. The Bucks got twenty-one free throws. The Nets got twenty-five. Very close. The Bucks ninety-eight shots. The Nets eighty-four. That's the only reason they won this game. And you know what, man? Give Giannis all the credit in the world because, damn it, this man, Dom, 
really thought he thought that not trying was the answer. It's never the answer. You <laughs> saw it. You saw it. You saw it this weekend. Hey, not, man. It's not. Maybe the if move. the team, maybe if maybe if Atlanta was missing two of their three best play, well, one and a half of their three best players. If 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 Trey Young wasn't there, John, they kind of are. Hunter's not there, and Bogdanovich had a bum knee. But did Collins and Trey? I don't know. Trey be having that shit on his shoulder, so I don't know if he's actually free. He was healthy. just one for fifteen. Stop he changing the subject. He do be having that shit on <laughs> his shoulder. What are you doing? Hold up. Shut up. First off, back to this. This man, Dom. You see what he tried to do there? That was some spin cycle <laughs> stuff. We'll try to tell you that try. Let me finish. The trying doesn't work. That man, Giannis, <laughs> sat there, crowd pounding to 12 seconds every time he goes online. Straight up was 12 every time. But he sat there, and you know what he did? He went 8 of 14 from the free throw line. But you know what that took? That took all of his concentration. And you know what else he did? He said, they're going to foul me, but I got to take 24 shots. I have to. And one of the one of the crazier things to me is just like <laughs> – Again, it's, it was just the fact that I'm, it was like the counting made him stronger. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, now he's focused on the rim. Every time they started counting, he was hitting that. So I was like, why is he hitting this? Um, <laughs> and again, he didn't shoot great, but damn it. It took every single thing. Because again, he just won a game where his two people, his supposed other big three, try to combine. Let's do some math here. 14. For 49. That's what Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday went out there and did. Yeah, that's, that's not good. And he sat for three minutes. They had to put him at the small ball five at times. He was out there with Brooke Lopez and won the game. Brooke Lopez did the dumbest thing. We haven't even talked about that yet. Oh, yeah. Dumbest oh, thing I've ever God. seen. So, if you guys oh, don't remember, to... this was straight oh, about No, 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 no. You missed chance. My, it's my turn. So, they were up two <laughs> for the Bucks. Eight seconds left. Two seconds left on the shot clock. They called a timeout. They called a timeout for this situation. They called a timeout. Dude. Brooke Lopez comes off. Jump. He, like, kind of, like, fakes it, looks at the rim. He's like, I want to pass this, but there's two seconds on the shot clock. Straight up. It honestly was the worst thing I've ever seen. We, we talked, yeah. people talked about the J.R. Smith thing. This was worse. It was way worse. It was worse. It was <laughs> a lot worse. Because they was, were it, up, and you just knew when he did that dumb shit. You're like, oh. I thought, I was he like, just oh, they just lost the shit was over. <laughs> like, oh, they just lost it. Because the worst part about it was, at least if you shoot the ball, the time is running as you're shooting the ball, and it might hit the rim. And all they needed to do was hit the rim for real. Yeah. Like we talked yeah. about, I mean, Brooklyn couldn't get rebounds from the problem, obviously, all season. Even but, if he missed everything, even if he missed every single thing, that yeah. still would have been, like, extra time out drawn down. And like we saw with KD on that last shot, he needed every second to get open from P.J. Trump. Every millisecond to hit that little step back thing. Um, so, yeah. That's what Giannis played with, man. I, I there's nothing else we can say, man. He 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 he's now forever a superstar. I'm happy, I'm happy for him. 
Because I would have even had more people. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Dude, if he'd have played bad, it'd have been gone. You know that. It'd have been gone. And it was teetering. You can't even say it wasn't. If James Harden's going to be hurt and ass, which he it's is. It's not like he was playing bad, though. He, he didn't play bad all series. He had like 35 every single game. He had some bad games, but yeah. He did. The, I don't dude, say he had you, no bad games, honestly. Okay, not bad games, but the stats, stats are deceptive. Y'all know the impact of points is different and his impact tonight was incredible scoring down the stretch and i mean one thing about him is he's never gonna he's never gonna really shy away from it but y'all 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 gonna act like y'all didn't straight watch that man drop a basketball in game five and lose the game because he dropped (laughs) the pass as as if this wouldn't have taken it bro it had been in trouble that's all i'm saying he had to do it one time and he did it and now as we move on the path for Giannis, man, it's looking, it's looking, it's looking pretty green, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do they say? It's not always uh, greener on the other side. I oh, mean, Giannis, they with that. Green. How old? How old was Mike? How old was Michael and LeBron? How old were Michael and LeBron when they went? They twenty-seven, I believe. Yeah, All right. All right, and he's twenty-six. So there you go. That man really fought for this. He better not go lose to the Hawks. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> yo, they, yo, yo. He really can't. That'd be Nate, worse. Mc, Nate McMillan can beat anybody. For real, though. <laughs> Nate, Mc, Nate McMillan and, and, and. I wouldn't say that, but I would say he can beat Budenholzer. I will give you that. I still don't know if he can beat Giannis. <laughs> That's really the thing. It's going to all depend. <laughs> it's all going to all depend on that man who keeps talking. It's all going to depend on Mr. Clint Capella. It really is. And I was thinking, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, man, just like my theory on this series, like he can kind of stop and beat. He couldn't. So he really can't stop Giannis. Then he can't stop and beat. It's the same kind of thing. He could foul him, I guess, which he's been doing. Well, anyway. the, the difference is and B plays more back to the basket and then like fades into like a midi. So Giannis don't really do that as much. He just kind of yeah, run I think action. Giannis is just going to faster and stronger than dude yeah so it's gonna be about positioning and i don't know if, that's the only reason blake was right there is blake just knew where to be i yeah. blake's better than capella in every like way every way shape and form yeah so blake's definitely top 10 center yeah he better than rudy gobert i don't care fuck it who clint blake not clint. Oh, blake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I'd say he's top five. He's better than Rudy. Anyway, 